0: Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. If you had to give your daily rest practices a performance review, how would you do? In a work culture that is just driven by results, it's entirely possible that rest has all but fallen off of your radar. And then you add in the lingering stress of the pandemic, and you probably have not had time to think about getting, you know, three solid meals every day, let alone carving out time to exercise or focus on mindfulness. While, rest and relaxing might feel like an easy throwaway when needing to prioritize your day, we just we cannot emphasize enough how serious of a mistake that is. Rest isn't just something that sounds like a good idea. it's something that God even prioritized. Don't think of rest as something that needs to take up a lot of your time or needs to replace an item that's on your to-do list each day. Rest isn't a burden. It's an enhancement or at least it can be. So how do we get to that point of balance? Because honestly, it does take balance to prioritize rest. Well, I've invited someone onto the podcast who holds a very busy schedule at a very busy company in a very hectic industry. And yet she understands the importance of rest and the need for all of us to make time for it, even if it's just a few minutes every day. Joining me is Kyla Craig, Manager in Apple Care Engineering with Apple for 12 years this June, and she also just started a six-month rotation as a Project Manager for Inclusion and Equality. Kyla was the co-chair of Apple Christian Fellowship Santa Clara Valley from 2014 to 2019, and she currently co-leads one of the member programs. And if her name sounds familiar, she was actually the first moderator in our Candid Conversation racial reconciliation series, and it is a topic that she is greatly passionate about. So Kyla, thank you for being here today to talk with us about this very, very important topic.
1: You're welcome. I'm looking forward to it.
0: So is rest something that you yourself have been good at prioritizing? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no <laughs> well, I kind of laughed when I felt prompted to reply when you were looking for people to speak on this topic because <laughs> it's been a struggle over the years uh, probably yeah. like a lot of um, a lot of women especially who are professional working and moms and wives and friends and daughters and all the list goes yeah. on and on yeah <laughs> um, but I've gotten better over the years so I think progress but it was definitely a struggle uh, when my kids were younger my kids are now 12 and a half and 10 oh. and uh, I'm in a better season for rest I guess right. <laughs> uh, but that was it was hard when they were younger for sure I, and uh, it, it wasn't easy to find that rest uh, but I but I did manage um, it, it just took some creativity. I think, and just kind of leaning more into, um, to God actually really is what, what helped me get through that, that season of, um, less rest.
0: Yeah. Well, and what did rest look like for you? Because I mean, you said you you have kids, you work a very busy job, you know, what, what did that actually look like in your life when you were able to rest?
1: Yeah, for me, in, especially in that season, uh, when the kids were smaller and I was working full time. Uh, rest to me was really when God wanted me to rest. That's kind mm-hmm. of the way I looked at it. There were some days, you know, if the kids were sick or you know, yeah. Yeah. Morning, right? it is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I would hear, you know, things like this too, shall pass. This is just, you know, it's just tonight, Yes, you know, just get through tonight. And I was very focused on every morning was a new day. It was a new fresh start, right? God gives us that every day. It's fresh start, new beginning. And so I always looked at it as, as very temporary. Um, mm-hmm. and also there were times and I'm sure everybody's been in these, these moments as well, where, where work is really busy. Yeah. But there were times That's where I don't so. have time for you to be sick. Right. right, yeah. right? So <laughs> please don't. Yeah. Yeah. Please well, don't I'm be sick, sick this week. And, yeah. uh, but I also really found that I, I would pray for God to give me energy Right. Mm -hmm. I would say, I need, I need to have energy this week. I need to get these things done. I'd be like, God, you know what I have on my plate this week? You know what I got going on. And I really found that um, some nights I would stay up late. I would be up late. I would be, you know, the kids would fall asleep. They weren't sick. (laughs) They were helping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Some nights I really, I just, I would pay attention to how I felt. Mm -hmm. And, if I felt like energized, if I had some things kind of on my mind that oh, I should really take care of these things, and I, I feel awake, I took that as like a sign. It's like okay, God's giving me some energy here. I'm going to make use of it. Right. And then there were other nights where the kids fell asleep. You know, especially when they're younger, you know they fall asleep earlier. I sometimes went to sleep when they went to sleep. Right? Yeah. And I feel guilty. You you mentioned in the intro about balance, right, and and finding Mm -hmm. balance. And that's really what I did. And I really credit that to God. Like when God knew that I needed stuff to get done and and I had to get stuff done, I feel like he gave me that, right? And when he knew I needed rest, I got tired. I I I couldn't stay awake if I wanted to. Um, And I I didn't feel bad about it because I thought, oh, I've worked these other nights or these other Mm -hmm. days. I deserve rest. I need rest. And I would, I would take it.
0: Yeah. Well, and you mentioned being guilty and I, and that's a big part I think of rest and why <laughs> probably the majority of us don't want to take a, a rest or a break is because we just feel guilty. We feel like, no, there's other things I could be doing. And, you know, so, I mean, how have you, cause it sounds like, honestly, you, you've gotten kind of past that. So, I mean, how did you do that? Like, how did you, get out of this, you know, mental block of feeling guilty about taking a rest?
1: It was um I was actually looking through my journal in the last year and I saw that that it, there was one year in 2017, kind of into 2018 where I started to, and I don't know probably everybody has this happen where certain scriptures just kind of mm. repeat in your life and show yeah. up in your life. And yeah. so, so yeah. one of them um, is Psalm 4610, which is be still and know that I'm God. Mm. Um, that kept showing up. Um, and it showed up in a way like my friend gave me this journal. Oh, <laughs> scripture on it. oh. I got that at a time where I was not quite there yet. Um, And then I also um, had uh, the amazing opportunity where a friend invited me to go to a women's reflective retreat, which is sort of a reflective retreat. And I'd been to women's retreats through my church before. And I characterized those, although those those were uh, fun, um, really good in a lot of ways, they were tiring. I would come out exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking, doing all these sessions. Yeah. And I'd and come back and I'd be like, Oh, okay, I'm tired now. But this reflective yeah. retreat kind of flipped things um, after all these kind of little messages through scripture that I was getting for a while. And, and of course, my kids getting older and just getting maybe a little bit more mature in my faith on what rest was supposed to be. But at this, this retreat, the first night, um, they handed us this booklet. It was, it was like, 100 pages or something. Wow. And they're like, here, this is for, for the retreat this weekend. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And <laughs> so yeah. I was kind of freaking out because I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Like a whole bunch of stuff to do on the weekend. I thought this is going to be relaxing. Yeah, And the the speaker, when she first started talking and, and welcomed us to the retreat, referenced this booklet and and said, you know, this is here if you need it and if you want it you don't have to open it if you don't want to. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> open Why'd you
0: tell me this before? Yeah.
1: Right. And then she, she talked about how this weekend was, was for me and God, right. It was for you and God to rest together mm-hmm. um, to really lean into God, lean into whatever it is that you feel God wants you to lean into this weekend, whether it's going through this whole booklet and all the exercises and reading and praying, um, do it. But if you, she, I remember she said, if you feel like you're just exhausted and you need to nap Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, nap, <laughs> <You> know, <she's laughs> like whatever. She basically took away any guilt of what you had to do that weekend. And that was the first weekend in my entire life that I ever actually took a nap when I was like, <laughs> Maybe I did. I have when I was sick. If I've ever, you know, right. I think all of us will sleep in that in that situation. But yeah. I took a nap. I actually sat yeah. and I was reading, um, reading a book, reading some scripture. It was like three in the afternoon. I'd been out for a walk and done other other things, and I just felt like tired. I was kind of relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. fell asleep, and I woke up like an hour later. Set an alarm just because I didn't want to sleep forever in case I fell asleep. I woke up and I thought. Wow, that was great. <laughs> it was <really> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was really a big turning point for me. Was this permission, and I shouldn't have needed permission from someone else, but because it was in the context too of scripture, and you know, really leaning into you know God and trusting God and trusting that Holy Spirit in you, telling you and leading you into what you should be doing with your time. Yeah. Uh, that really changed my mindset a lot from, from that point on really.
0: Now you work at a busy company. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would imagine it's pretty busy. So how are you able to incorporate breaks or moments of rest during the work day? I mean, now that you really do appreciate the mm-hmm. value of rest. Yeah. Well,
1: let me talk Pre-pandemic and then post-pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the yeah, yeah that's valid. <laughs> um, when I think of uh, being in the office and busy day, um, I did a couple things. One was I, every week, not every day, but every week, I built in time for friends, um, hmm. people you know with with that I work with that I that I consider. More than a coworker, I guess, than people that I would consider friends that I enjoy having coffee with, or tea with, uh, or lunch with. Um, sometimes people, that, you know, that don't work at my company, I invite over to come have lunch. So I would book um, an hour with somebody to force myself um, to stop working. And to take a break and to, you know, take some time for myself. Because for me it isn't we've talked a lot about sleep and yeah, sleep is the obvious rest. But for me, I've also I get a lot of energy back from those breaks where you just leave work and you do something or you're 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 with somebody and they're they're filling you up, right? Um, Right. I think God puts people in our lives to fill us up too. And so I found that the more that I focused on that too, as a, as a break, um, I would go back to work, you know, after lunch and I would feel more joyful, more energetic sometimes if I was having, especially if I was having a really busy or tough day and there's challenges going on to, to pause. And sometimes it's hard because there's a lot going on and you're busy and you think I really have time for this (laughs) today. Right. But every time I trusted that, yes, I, I need to take this time, mm-hmm. um, I never, I don't think I ever found myself regretting it. Um, right, It was just always something that, that gave me something back. Um, and I think of that, like when you, you used to fly on planes more, you <laughs> put your own oxygen mask on before you help yeah. others, right? Mm-hmm. And that really has stuck with me a lot too over the years. And I, I remember also, um, our pastor at our church, um, he talked about, to only do those things that only you can do, you know, when it comes down to trying to prioritize your time and, and what you, what you actually spend your time on. And that's kind of the other element of my workday what do i have to do today what is something i have to do mm-hmm. can i delegate it can i give it you know give it to somebody else i'm a manager so okay is there someone on my team who could do something and with the christian fellowship there was that too somebody else in in the fellowship who could take this on do i need to be doing this um i'm the only mom for my daughters right i'm the only wife mm-hmm. for my husband Never. so it comes right down to it those things are not negotiable i can't delegate that to somebody else (laughs) Um, and so that I always thought of okay that's important Um, but work Mm -hmm. I would try to do the same thing as well so not just finding time for kind of friend breaks or go for a walk um, those kinds of things but also look at how can I give myself less work to do because I don't have to do it all Um, I think a lot of times um, maybe it's maybe it's not just me maybe other women too you feel like it's your responsibility to do it all and you don't have to um, usually, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, my next question to you was was gonna talk about, you know, why do you think we are so quick to let rest go if you have to choose between, you know, it and something else during your day? But something that you said in your previous answer, I think would be interesting, you know, is it a control issue? Because you mentioned, you know, you're trusting that -hmm. you can take that rest. So, I mean, is that maybe part of it, do you think, that we just we don't want to let go of the control. And so we just think, Oh, we don't need rest <laughs> because we just were afraid to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah <absolutely. laughs> I
1: totally think so. And, and one of the, um, one of the other weeks in my book here, one of the scriptures that, and this was 2018 again, that really resonated with me, um, was cast all your cares on him mm-hmm. because he cares for you. And It was I don't know I had a lot of thought about trusting God um, when I was going to having this epiphany on on Russ and Mm -hmm. over that year was was I doing that right Was I really trusting God Why did I feel like I had to do all of this stuff Why did I even even things as simple as like I I used to be a lot more. Fanatical about the house being clean, <laughs> or <laughs> making, you know, making this you no know, great meal for dinner oh, for my family, yeah. which is almost impossible with kids because they all want different things. Oh different
0: yeah, become yeah. <laughs> um, a personal chef. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So I feel like yeah, it is a. It's like a surrender that you have mm-hmm. to get to, um, and I had somebody, a mentor, actually say that to me one day, over breakfast. And it was, you you haven't surrendered everything yet. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that's a little bit of a conviction there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's, I feel like that's what it comes down to is do I trust God? If I, if I rest, if I don't do all of this stuff, um, will the world fall apart? Right. And if you think, well, like, are you thinking you're superwoman? Um, yeah we're not supposed to be. That's not, that's not who we are. Um, and thinking of God as a big God. And mm-hmm. you know, I would someone say, you know, if you go to sleep and you, and you don't do all this stuff, why would you not think God will take care of that? Like he's a yeah. pretty big God. <laughs> he can do yeah. it. Um, why do you yeah. not trust? Right. If, mm-hmm. if you're feeling tired, you feel like you're supposed to sleep. Why are you fighting that? Right. And it is a lot about just trust and surrender. Um, so yeah. I don't know if it's so much, maybe that is control, but, um yeah, it's it's not giving everything over to him. It's not praying about everything too, right? If you have a lot going on, um, praying for, I pray for all kinds of things. I pray going into a meeting that God will give me the right words. So I don't necessarily have to try and spend hours preparing for something. I think, you know, God can help me. God can, God can give me the words in the moment. I don't have to spend, yes, I'm going to prepare. It's not, I would never prepare, <laughs> but it's, you know, maybe not as, um, fanatical about it, and right. you know, get obsessed about it, um, and spend too much time on it um, in my own mind, right, in my own control. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the way I've been looking at that, and it's not easy. There's definitely guilt still that creeps mm-hmm. up once in a while. I'm human, um, but I always try and come back to that about you know it, that it's it's in His hands ultimately, and He He controls everything anyhow. I don't. So
0: yeah. Well, I mean, and it's obvious, you know, in the Bible that God thinks rest is important. I mean, mm-hmm. He rested a whole day. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, why, why does it? I mean, I feel like really often appear as though, you know, as Christians we think of resting as a sin almost, and then that might sound extreme, but I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> there are people out there who think, you know, <laughs> yes. if I rest, I'm lazy, or you know, I'm, I'm not you know, doing everything in God's strength. You know, or I, I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I'm, yeah. I, I would hope I'm not one who thinks of resting as a sin, but I mean, there really are some people that go to that extent when they think about resting. I mean, so, so why do you, why do you think that is? I think it's, well, I live in Silicon
1: Valley, so I can say, <laughs> yeah, I think it's because we live in the world we live in, right? It's a oh, fun yeah. world, and exactly. what is considered successful, um, mm-hmm. in the world, not to God, um, is being busy. That's you know, that's what people are proud of. That's what people want to know. I mean, that's what I've seen people struggle with actually in the pandemic. I had no problem leaning into not going anywhere and not doing. It. <laughs> right, my, I know. <laughs> um, yeah but some people I saw really struggle with that. They didn't know what to do with themselves. They didn't like being at home with their family 24 seven. I loved it. Um, right. It was the greatest gift and um, yeah, some days, yeah, you have your moments, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, that's part of it. It's just the world we live in. And, and it's this challenge we have as Christians to be in the world, but not of the world, right. That, that right. battle that we face every day. And, and it's hard. It's I mean, I I was just telling my husband the other day, I'm looking on Facebook and I try not to go on too much, but I, I like it to stay in touch with people. Mm-hmm. And I see people posting, you know, going on a trip or they're doing this or that. And I'm thinking, maybe we should be doing this. Right. <laughs> maybe exactly. Maybe it's time to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. And I, I I always have to stop myself in those moments where I'm comparing. To other people, and yeah. comparison is a sin, right? That that's right. level two. Right. That's something you don't want to go down that path. And so, yeah. I really try and catch myself in those moments where, I mean, guilt is not from God. Feeling right. feeling guilty is not from God. So. And same as comparison. I mean, you start comparing and you're feeling this like I need to do this because other other people are doing these things. Right. <laughs> I'm a bad parent because I'm not taking my kids here or whatever.
0: Right. Um, right.
1: Or look at they're working so hard. You know, some people will post, mm-hmm. Oh, I, you know, pulled an all nighter getting this project done and launching this thing and I'm like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Going through, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's really the the way I've been looking at it. And and I think that's what it is for people. I know it is for me. It's like when I get kind of pulled more towards the world and away from God, that's where that guilt may come up and in feeling like this is bad. If I'm just sitting, I actually wrote a devotional once for, for the Christian fellowship at work Um, because this, I, and I still remember it. It was, and I think it might've been the same year where I was having like all these like rest
0: that was a big year. <laughs> they
1: from the Holy Spirit in it. It was a it was a Saturday, and the kids were playing nicely together. And my husband was doing something he was he wanted to do, and I was just sitting in the kitchen. And I, I remember the windows were open. It was like I think it was a spring day, and birds were chirping. It was a nice seventy two degree you know degree nice day in California. Nice, yeah. And I was just sitting there listening to my kids giggling and ch- and chatting and playing. And my husband, I knew he was happy doing, I can't remember what he was doing at the time, but I knew he was doing something he was enjoying. And I was like, I'm just sitting here soaking this in. And this is pretty cool to just be sitting and resting and listening and and taking in all that God has given me that I'm so happy to have. And I feel so grateful to have and I just was doing nothing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just sitting. And it was a weird moment for me, but I, I wrote this devotional about it because it was that moment of, I didn't feel guilty. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. I was like It's okay. It's okay to do nothing and to sit. And, mm-hmm. and I also realized too, when I've done that, I, I, I hear from God better, right? If we're busy yeah. and always mm-hmm. going um, that happens to me too, when I run rest, and running are the same to me, which might sound weird to people. But sometimes mm-hmm. to get away from work to have that mental rest. Yeah. I run, and when I run, I listen to Christian music usually, um, and, which is hard to find good Christian music to run with. But there's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of times the music you know, a playlist will end, and maybe I'm cool, I'm cooling down, or maybe I ran a little farther than I was going to, and I'm still running. My, my playlist has stopped, and it's quiet. Mm. Those are the times where I get those like, like one line or a word pop into my head out of nowhere, right? Those, those moments, you know, God is speaking to you and something you just, you know, wouldn't have thought of yourself, an answer to something, answer to prayer or just, you know, a different view of something just suddenly hits you. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't had that quiet and that Mm. rest from work um, so that he could get in and say something to me. And you pay attention to it. Um, yeah. So that's a, I guess that's another side to it too, is that if we keep, you know, staying in the world and don't lean into God, don't spend time with God in whatever way that looks like for somebody. Cause for me, sometimes it is running, which is probably not what other people would choose <laughs> for us. Um, yeah. To find, find those times where you can um, hear from God as well and be, be quiet and rest. So you can hear him.
0: Yeah. Do you think, there's an element of fear maybe too, that also goes into avoiding rest because, you know, you mentioned some people at the beginning of the pandemic, they, they were not happy that they were going to be at home. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in my mind, I hear that and I go, well, that means that your work is your identity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, leaving that and now you have to rest, you know, maybe there is this level of fear, like, Hey, will I be, will I be seen as less capable in my position or even in like my life, if I need to rest, you know, is, so what do you think? I mean, is there an element of fear you think?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've seen that. And I, I don't know that I've ever felt a strong identity in my job. Um, I I will admit I had a identity focus when I was co-chair for the Christian fellowship at my company. Mm -hmm. That was something that I really like, felt connected to when, when I felt God t- like saying it's time to step down from that after five years. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was an argument with God. <laughs> I was like, why, why am I finding yeah. it so hard to let it go? And it was because it's so much a part of my life, but it was also yeah. a blessing to me. So that was, right. that was kind of hard. because so I was benefiting from, from. Yeah. So I think sometimes, right. You, you get something out of your various identities that you have. And so to, to let go of that, um, can be hard. Um, so yeah, maybe it is a bit of fear, but when I think of fear too, cause I wrestled with fear a lot, not just rest, <laughs> but right. here it used to be, I come from a long line of warriors in my family, <laughs> um, grandma, my mom, I was going down that direction. Um, yeah. until I, until I, you know, found God and, and, became a Christian then that I started realizing, well, I can't, I can't have a lot of fear. I should like, yeah, I might feel fear once in a while, but I should, it shouldn't take me over. Um, it shouldn't be all consuming because it says in the Bible, do not fear, do not be afraid. Um, and I think of this song, I can't remember the exact title, but, um, the, the line goes, you know, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Yeah. And I remember hearing that song. Um, I think I first heard it at church and I think when I first heard that, it wasn't "I'm no longer a slave to fear," although that was something I was battling. It was right. the line, "I am a child of God," and uh, that just—I um, remember that really hitting me that day, um, hearing that song. And it's like that's who I am. So oh, I'm not yeah. a manager at Apple. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not. You are. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was a co-chair. I am a mom, but I'm—I'm I'm a wife, but I am. First, a child right. of God. And so that's, that's what I try to come back to, too, if I'm feeling kind of tied in my identity. And when I was stepping down from the co-chair role and the, kind of battling that, it was back again to trusting God and surrendering. And, and it's like, okay, he wants something else for me right now. I need to trust that. I need to let it go. Um, and I think it goes the same with our work. Um, sometimes, you know, where things don't work out with a job or you've got a bad manager and you're like, why am I here? (laughs) This is awful, you're in a bad situation. And it's, it's trusting him and trusting God that God is a big God. It comes back to that again. And, uh, you know, it's not about you. Um, you're, you're his child and he has a plan and leaning into that.
0: Um, and trusting that it's not easy, (laughs) but that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but, you know, rest is not, when we say rest, we don't mean go take a nap, (laughs) you know Um, I mean? Rest, rest is a lot of things to a lot of people. So I'd love to have you kind of share with our listeners, maybe some ways, I guess, or how, how you would recommend that somebody finds their resting sweet spot. Resting sweet spot. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think it, it's it's really different for everybody. So, mm-hmm. what I've done too is I'll see what what do other people do. Right? Yeah, I don't think right. that it hurts. That it's not comparison. It's it's research, right? It's inspiration. Like, okay, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> I like that inspiration, right? If, yeah. If you're struggling with rest, I would say talk to other people. Talk to especially fellow Christians and and see what they do to rest. It's going to look different for different for different people. Um, like I said, for me, it's I could go for a run sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I had a very busy day. I was in meetings from eight till five, oh solid. Goodness. I was wow. tired, <laughs> and yeah. and what did I do? I was like, I need to go for a walk. I need to be out in the sun. Mm-hmm. I need to go and see flowers. And so, <laughs> for me, yeah. for me, I get so much out of um, being around nature. Mm-hmm. Um, being outside in the sun, and walking, um, like exercising my body and getting out of my head, um, just focusing on breathing. Right, that's really right. Like running and, and walking. I don't walk slow; I usually walk fast. Yeah, um, that's that's what that's what I do. There's some people who literally do like nap. <laughs> that's right, right. That's I'm my husband. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some people are great at napping, and that that rejuvenates them. That is what that's rest to them. So I think it's really just finding what that is. Sometimes it's, I just let go and play with my kids. Like That is a rest to me as well from from the mental energy of working and the Mm. stress of life maybe, right, is to just look at the world through their eyes and get get at their level of a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old. I never thought I'd ever play video games in my life. Like (laughs) video games, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, fun. Yes, and and I think that's part of rest too—is is is having fun. Um, That could be sometimes for me. That's like I've liked watching The Voice lately. I love music, so you know we're binge watching The Voice one night for a couple hours. It's like that's fine, and that's a rest. So I think to find your sweet spot, you have to think of what fills you up and what brings right. you joy and what makes you, you know, you have that happy place feeling, right? Right. Um, right. And and sometimes it's gonna be different for different days or different weeks. There's sometimes too where I just love sitting and reading, you know, either, you know, book by a Christian author like a Beth Moore Priscilla Shire, you know like reading mm-hmm. books, just a great word of God and and digging into that and Soaking that up, or reading scripture, you know, listening to a podcast—right, <laughs> <laughs> right—and he's a favorite in our house. Um, so finding those those are things that uh, that fill you up, and knowing that it might not be the same every time you need rest, right? It might be something different. So I don't know if there's a yeah. sweet spot,
0: but maybe you have like your go-to, you right,
1: know, arsenal of things. <laughs> that yeah, you, yeah. You can choose from.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it also feeds into, you know, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, you know, different Mm -hmm. things like, like, you know, for my husband, for example, his rest, I think would involve like going somewhere and hanging out with people. And I'm an introvert. So mine is not, that. (laughs) you know, mine is I stay up after everybody went to bed, or I get up Mm -hmm. really early before everybody else. And I just have like that quiet time. Like that's, you know, I'm, I'm doing things. I might be working, but that is resting to me because it's something that, like you said, is rejuvenating me. It's, it's getting me ready for the day or it's helping me wind down from the day, you know, depending on what I'm doing. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think that part of your personality also is going to take a big role in how you determine how you're going to get rest.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely.
0: Yeah. So if someone, you know, we've talked about all these different things and everything, but I mean, let's say people are busy. I mean, especially now, I feel like we just don't have time to breathe <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, so like let's say someone has looked at their day, they've looked at their to-dos, and they just go, I, I I can't, I can't incorporate rest. I am just at a spot where I have to let something go in order to make room for rest. Is that okay? To do that, to let something go, to make room for rest.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've definitely done that. Um, I also think sometimes when you
0: hear the word
1: "can't" yeah. in your head, right? I can't do. I can't right. afford five minutes, right? I think in those moments, um, it's important to recognize that mm-hmm. and challenge yourself on that too. I don't think it's necessarily. Um, you know I, there's the enemy right if you believe in God there's the enemy too right, right. So, you know I think about that too and I think the, the enemy's, you know lurking around and looking for ways to, to trip us up and to mess with mm-hmm. us and I think that's one of the ways um, he gets in because we get that shoulds and I have to and I can't not um, and yet those words just they're flags to me um, in my own life too to, to pay attention to that and the times that I've taken a break, I found that I end up having more to give to whatever I have on my plate, too. Mm-hmm. It seems yes. counterintuitive in the moment, right? Sometimes you are just, yeah, you see what's what's on your plate and you're like, I don't have a moment to breathe. I'm not, I'll be lucky if I can eat my lunch today, right? right? Right, right, yeah. And I think there are, I mean, I've been in those days, too, where there's some days that it's like that, but I, I pay attention to um, how do I feel? Like sometimes days like that, it, it gives me energy, and I'm in a zone. Right? You get in your zone. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it you're busy, but it, it's not a bad busy. I think it's right. watching for the bad busy, where you're you're being drained. You're you're not happy. You're not. It's not feeling good. Um, right. And that's that To me, that's the Holy Spirit. You're getting the sign. Like, no, this is hey, red flag here. Like yeah. <laughs> Um, and even when it doesn't seem like it's something you should do, um, it goes back to again, like trust God, like give, give him that little sliver of time to fill you up And you know, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, we, we did this a lot. I think a lot of companies do these like wellness and fitness challenges and things Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, there's an app for breathing and (laughs) And, and I did it in, I think we did our, did we do it in the fall, um, I think it was in November, October. I'm trying to remember. And I thought it was like five minutes a day. Like, can you do five minutes a day? <laughs> yeah. Like, just sit and and play this app, and they they had all these like things prepared you could choose to listen to. that were five minutes or fifteen minutes, and I was like, fifteen minutes. I don't lucky! Be <laughs> oh, <right>? nice. yeah. <laughs> and some days I didn't I didn't get it in I just you know it just didn't work out and then there were other days where I did I did fit in the 15 minutes and it was amazing or five minutes even it was just it was shocking to me just that stop and breathe and don't think about other stuff and direct your mind away it was just amazing to me and and sometimes I wouldn't listen to what uh, was on their, their programming, I guess on the app, but sometimes i would I would pray. Um, I would just pray for things and and then just be quiet and listen um, to either silence or if I did, you know hear something from uh, from God speaking to me. Um, but i I tried to fit it in. But yeah, some days I think some days are just they are what they are. and I, I used to be worry day to day, but I don't think we can look at our, our life that way too. I think sometimes there's gonna be days where yeah, it maybe is really hard to fit it, in. That's okay. Um right. It's okay. Um especially when you have kids. Um right. <laughs> there's there's days that you just like get through the day right Right. <laughs> then, right yeah just survive get out of it healthy and everybody gets into bed and goes to sleep and yeah. they've been fed and you've survived. Okay. Um so I think it's also giving yourself grace. Um, I think grace to ourselves—that's hard to do. I think we're good at giving it to other people. We know God gives us grace, but we don't give it to ourselves a lot. And I think we put too much pressure on ourselves sometimes to achieve that. Right? I got to rest. I got to fit in my rest. Right. <laughs> else. Uh, it's like no, you don't. If there's some days you just really can't, and it's going to stress you out more to try and rest, then don't. Like don't don't add it to your list um, that's the way I look at it.
0: Yeah. Well, before we go, do you have anything else that you want to share? Oh goodness. (laughs) (laughs) The floor is yours. I've shared
1: a lot. Um, (laughs) yeah, I think, I think part of what, I guess what I'd add is it's, it's a, it's a journey, right? I feel Mm -hmm. like that. I don't think we ever achieve. We're always trying to be more like Jesus are we right. going to get it to be exactly like him? No, <laughs> we're just not. Um, so that's, that's the way I look at it. It's like what I just said, right. About giving yourself grace. I think that's so important, you know, do your best, um, pay attention to yourself. Cause that's important. If you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to help others. You're not going to be good to your family. You're not going to be good for your job. Um, you have to put yourself and make sure you're taking care of yourself first and not feel bad about that because you need that you need you to be in the world and to give to the world and to be um, that light in the world right I don't think we can be a light if we're depleted ourselves um, right I guess that that's the final thought that I haven't talked about yet is, is that just that is so important and but it's also important to realize that day-to-day might be different and that's okay and don't make that a, an additional stress that oh I didn't really rest today so I'm horrible um, <laughs> right just tomorrow's another day and and do your best tomorrow and see if you can uh, make it work and keep challenging yourself um, to find find the rest that you' your resting sweet spot that you, that
0: you said uh, keep trying to find it Well, I'm so glad you joined me today for this conversation with Kyla. For more information about today's episode, just go to forwardwomen.org slash Kyla. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N dot org slash K-Y-L-A. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Work, Love, Pray on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. Your review will help more people discover Work, Love, Pray, so your feedback is greatly appreciated. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for Real Talk Grounded in Truth. Before you go, I wanted to let you know that the Forward Mentor Program, an entirely virtual 10-week program, is now accepting signups for mentees. Get paired with a hand-selected mentor who will walk alongside you as you navigate your professional, personal, and spiritual goals. Now more than ever, it's important for you to have clarity and direction on where you want to go, and a Forward Mentor is perfect for helping you find that. To sign up, just visit forwardwomen.org. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash mentor program. The deadline to sign up is Friday, May 7th.